Hey there, welcome to the Sanctified Sip with content that invites you to seek inner power. I'm Destiny with an extra E and I'm here to sip with you. Now that you pulled up, let's pour up and reflect, grow and heal one sip at a time. So on today's Sanctified Sip, I am going to be having a conversation with another beautiful young woman. And we are going to be talking about the mental mess of religion. Quite simply, we have gone far too long under the notion that if we just throw Jesus on it, then it's going to magically become better. And I believe that we are doing ourselves a disservice and we are doing God's authoritative power here on earth a disservice when we do not allow him to intercede and intervene on our behalf by way of professional help today we're going to be tackling the subject of therapy amongst the christian faith note that we are not professionals in and of ourselves that's going to come at a later episode of this season. But we really need to have more dialogue and discussion around this topic. There are too many of us walking wounded simply because we are refusing to seek help. Faith without works is dead. And today we are going to discuss the possibility that in the very same way that God requires us to work with faith, I believe that God also wants for us to work therapy along with his guidance. And so that's what we're going to be talking about on this sanctified sip. And so like for me, I went, me and my sister are, so similar it's crazy because like when i was younger mm -hmm. i also went through depression suicidal thoughts like mm -hmm. really struggling mm -hmm. and like my mom loved her dearly but my mom was not the mom that we could talk about that stuff right mm -hmm. you know black mamas yep. we don't do that crazy stuff you crazy and it's like no like I love the Lord. I know the Lord is in me, but there are some thoughts and things also within me right. that we're not functioning properly. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, I can't talk to y'all. When mm -hmm. I go to church, there's only certain people I can talk to about it in the church. Right. Mm -hmm. And I never forget, it was this one time we were at like a youth explosion and the pastor's son was, he just turned 30, so what is it, like three, four years older mm -hmm. than me? And he was just like speaking in the prophetic and he was like, Destiny, I know there's some things that you're going through and you're wrestling with and God says that you'll be healed. We get home and mom was like, so what you wrestling with? Mm. Uh, how am I supposed to tell my mom? I think I was like 10 at that point. Mm. How am I supposed to tell my mama that I'm depressed and I'm kill myself? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's not a conversation that we can have. And so like, yeah. it's sad mm -hmm. because I think about so many people who all they need is somebody to say, hey, mm -hmm. I, I see you. Right. This has nothing to do with the depth of your relationship at all. At all. At all. And like mm -hmm. with my sister, 
we're nine years apart. And so I started to see like some of my same patterns mm, similarities, yeah, yeah. and similarities and like to the point where when she did start self-harming, my mom was just like, what do I do? Yeah. Thrill oil. Um, well, that's not, that's not how you fix it. Right. And thinking about that, how many people has the church turned away from God? Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you basically saying that I'm possessed with demons. <laughs> and you're not really targeting what the issue is. You're telling me that I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And that it's because I don't believe in God enough. Why people think Christianity is a cult? And that is why people think Christianity is a cult. And it's like, no, yeah. like God is love. He is. Mm-hmm. He is like the dopest friend mm-hmm. you'll ever have. Agree. Yeah. But like, how is it? Like, I posted a status the other day that we talked about how faith without works is dead. Right. But God and therapy just can't coexist. Right. Therapy is the work. The therapy is the work. And it's so crazy because, like, thinking about it, my therapist is a Christian. Mm. I met my therapist in church. Wow. Yeah. So she saw me in church. She saw me active and doing all the things. Right. And had zero judgment for me when I was like, hey... Can we talk? Yeah, for sure. Because it's just like, I, I needed that. Yeah. Like I, yeah, sure, I'm smiling and happy right here. But when I get back to the crib. Right, that's that's when it starts. Yep. Behind this closed door, destiny mm-hmm. becomes a whole different person. In turmoil. In turmoil. Yeah. And it's like, I can only Shabbat in the corner for so long. Right. <laughs> that don't, somebody laying hands and knocking you down, that, that, that don't, this is good, this is great. Yeah. It's great. Thank you. But <laughs> however, when I get off the floor, adjust right. my wig. <laughs> get in my car, drive home. I'm still in turmoil. I'm still in turmoil. Yeah. So like talking about like this mental madness and religion. Mm-hmm. Have you been in therapy? Do you do therapy? Like Um, I'm open to therapy. So here's the thing. I actually haven't had to formally seek therapy in regards to um, like just depression and stuff. Uh, I had actually gotten close to it, but around the time I actually didn't have insurance. The closest time that I got to it, Mm -hmm. I wasn't working and I actually didn't have insurance to even attend therapy. (laughs) I'm like that part. Yeah. And just like that. Yeah. If we could get on board as Christians yeah with being advocates for mental health for sure could we not have a free mental health clinic i would yeah like we got food pantries where people donate large amounts of food yeah and people drive by and pick up their food where are the where are the mental health clinics and that's true because literally a lot of the population like the homeless population Mm -hmm. All of them, and that's one of the number one reasons that they probably ended up homeless. A lot of these people don't operate in the capacity to be able to hold down jobs, hold down homes. They end up homeless. Mm-hmm. And so it's literally not causation, but definitely cor- a lot it's of it correlation. definitely correlation. Definitely correlated. Because, like, like, when you talk about mental health, it's literally, like, how you function as a person. Mm-hmm. It's your mental, your emotional, your social well-being. Yeah. And so when you think about all of those components yeah, and the fact that, if you suffered from any trauma yeah. oh, previously, God, yes. mm-hmm. that unresolved trauma creates all of these other things it does. inside of your mind. And then you start projecting those things in ways that you probably don't even really recognize. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And then that just creates this spiral. Yeah. And most of the time you are so gone in the spiral yeah. before you realize you're in the spiral. Yeah, it's true. It's like, what, what the heck am I supposed to do now? That's very true. Like, what do I do? And it's crazy because, like, I used to be one of those tunnel vision Christians. Mm -hmm. I I was the, we're going to take it to the Lord and that's going to be that. Right. But it, and going through life and being around different people of different faiths and beliefs, it was like, hmm, am I limiting God by saying, wow. just throw his name on it and that's it? And that's, yeah. Wow. Is God not infinite enough to meet people where they are? That's it. And if slash because he is mm -hmm. infinite enough right. to reach people where they are, why are we stopping them from getting professional help? Why exactly? Like why? I just I don't understand. Like it's just the, the taboo topic. It's it's crazy. I mean, I honest I know what has been for years and years and years, but it's like even now. In 2021, I genuinely get shocked when I hear people talk about, you know, like the exchange that I had a few weeks ago where, you know, my friend was literally on her status posting about, you know, if I lose my life with, with my battle uh, to depression, know that I fought, know that I tried mm -hmm. and like know that I know that I really tried to overcome it. And it just and that's just that. And everybody on the thing was just like, you are a conqueror through Jesus Christ. We are overcomers. And, you know, Bible verses and stuff. And I'm like the only one on the status, which I think you saw. I think mm -hmm. I shared a thing with you. It was just like, hey, do you have resources available? Do you have help? Like, the important questions. This is literally a cry out for help. She's letting you guys know, basically, if I lose I am my losing life. losing yeah, this battle I'm right literally now. losing, but just know that I tried. Is what she's saying. She had just suffered from a miscarriage a few weeks prior. Oh so on top of just already being depressed and suffering from a miscarriage, I don't know how far along she was in it, but far along enough to know that she was having a boy. Mm -hmm. so that's what oh, maybe four. Man. Yeah. So you know she's really really going through it and just does not have people around. And so everybody on her post is just throwing out the generic. I like to say mm -hmm. the generic. Mm -hmm. quotes. You know, God will never give you more than you can handle. Which also the Bible does not say that. Um, because <laughs> people always say his word says listen that's not in his word your you know. preacher said right and you didn't do your Kirk Franklin diligence said. Kirk Franklin said that's where y'all got it from God's property came through <laughs> it came through but that's not what his word said but come on so you know when they're just up there just letting her know like you got this and I'm like okay but y'all are just I mean y'all are saying what sounds good and yeah. what used to but you guys mm -hmm. aren't really Digging. Yeah, we're not getting to the root of the issue. And so, again, out of that entire status, and she had maybe like 20, 30 comments. I was the only one on that post, even after mine, who actually asked what I felt like were the important questions. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have help? And that's why, you know, and I asked her in that status, do you have a therapist outside of Jesus? Mm -hmm. I made sure to put that. Because outside people would be of like, him. Jesus is my therapist. He is my counselor. Absolutely. But right, but also outside of him, <laughs> do you have a co-pilot? Do you, do you have one outside right. of him? And that's when I don't the girl's not her best friend anymore, but they grew up together. Oh God, she came and just gave me all these scriptures and I was just trying to have a direct conversation with her, but she just kept giving me scriptures. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, this is what the Lord says, not me. I'm like, okay, but I, I know God for myself. I want to have a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. I have my conversations with God. Mm -hmm. And she just she did not talk to me. 
And then my friend's mom was on there also writing scriptures. And I'm like, this is real cultish. Guys, like. <laughs> hey, but can I talk to y'all? I'm not, can I talk to the word? You as a person right. with a thinking brain. Right. Or what I would presume to be a thinking you know, brain. We, you know, we hope that it we is hope, thinking. We hope it's functioning. But like, listen, that cult word, you hit that nail on the head with that. Because a lot of people are just like, no, nah, I don't. I don't want no parts of Christianity because and, yeah, it's a cult. And and I hate that that's how it's perceived. And even, I think on Twitter, I went and spoke about that on Twitter. Do you know how many, like, retweets and likes that I got on that? Like, this is far, because, like, I'm a smaller profile on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was the most I had in people interact with one of man. my tweets as far as just liking and retweeting it. Even people that don't follow me. Because I'm like, oh, man, wow, like, Christianity, I really understand why people say it's a cult. And mm-hmm. when there were so many people who, like, liked and retweeted it, I'm like, this many people don't even normally interact with my tweets. But there's a lot of yeah. people who saw that one and were just like, yes. yes. And then we're quoting a tweet like, yeah, this is why I don't mess with it. And that's literally the resounding, that was the resounding response on it. And it's crazy because if you were to bring that to a seasoned saint, mm. They would give you a litany of reasons as to why that person is wrong. Yeah. Instead of saying, well, what happened? Yeah. What led you to believe Christianity is a cult? Yeah. Because then we can say, well, you know, mm-hmm. that's, even if that's what happened, it wasn't our intention. We weren't being really led by God. We right. were being led by flesh, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But too often, I think Christians are so, yay, Jesus, yeah. that, we forget, like, we are mind, body, mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. And, like, in my last episode of the podcast, I talked about the ego. Mm-hmm. And I've been on a whole spiral into the land of the ego because when Paul was talking in Second Corinthians about the thorn in his side, oh, yes, that right there, as soon as I read it in my devotion the other day, I was like, oh, Lord, my ego is the thorn in my side. Mm-hmm. It's that voice that's like, no, you're not good enough. No, that's not what this is. Yeah. It's really this, even though that's yeah. not the reality of yeah. it. And it's like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that this ego thing is really sent from Satan to keep me from accessing the God in me? Yeah. And I think that disconnect is what leads further into like this downward spiral because you don't realize like God is not just up in heaven looking down and Mm -hmm. saying go girl go yeah he's inside yeah 100% and there are certain aspects of him that work higher within you when you really allow them to yeah but if all you're taught is the same 10 scriptures on rotation that's it and you're not really taught to seek God or how. Yeah. Because you get all the preachers talking about, you got to seek he first, the kingdom of God. And okay, but how? Yeah. You got to read the word. Okay, <laughs> then what? You got to pray. Okay, then what? And that's all they got. When I go home, close my door. Yeah. And I got to deal with low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, fears, and crazy people. Yeah. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And, and so they don't have a word for that. Don't have a word for that. Because, I, again, I used to be that person. And for me, 
it felt like God is all-powerful, so he can take it away. You don't need anybody else. Okay, well, yeah, he's all-powerful. He can take it away, but he's also provided a ram in the bush. See, yep, and that, yeah, and that was 100%, I think, my thought process. I know with the status, because when I was talking um, to the girl and the, the girls, uh, my friend's mom. The masses. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> when I was talking to the Holy Ghost Thumpers. Um, I like that. <laughs> like, when I was talking to them, it was just, oh, God is the healer of all, this or that. And I'm like, yes, but what about the, the tools that God has provided to us here on this earth? Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, if you want to sit here and say in the same breath, no, we don't need therapists, we have God, then that's the approach that you have to use for everything. Because all of these people who provide services to mm -hmm. us here on this earth, these people are given to us by God. Mm -hmm. This knowledge is put into them to assist. Your car having trouble. Don't take it to the mechanic. Because you don't because God is the is God the mechanic of all. Is the mechanic. He is the mechanic of all. You let that transmission just stop you just let it hmm. God's gonna touch it. He's going to do it. He's gonna touch it. Going to the store getting food. No, no, no. God God will bring you He two, provided two, two you fish and five loaves of bread. Wait on it. He's coming with it. Don't go. And so the thing that I tried to have where I tried to reason with the girl specifically because she's a mother. She has like a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, a therapist is a form of a doctor. So if she can't use a therapist, if your child is sick, you know, your baby's mm -hmm. having a fever. She's running 100 to 5. You're you going to just sit there and wait or you're going to take her to Children's Health Care of Atlanta? What you going to do? Like, are we just going to, because God is the healer of all, right? And she couldn't answer my question on that. Mm -mm. I'm like, I know in two years, two or three years that you've had this baby, that you've had to run and take her to Somewhere. the doctor for something. For something. And you're saying, oh, but, but it's, it's a therapist. No. God is the supply. Like, your loved one got cancer. We just not going to get treatment, right? We just going to not get. And now, granted, there are people who don't listen. There are people. My grandma there are people is absolutely somebody. <laughs> take these blood pressure pills. I ain't. Take this heart medicine. I can't. <laughs> no, I can't, ma'am. Please. And it's like to that effect, I understand. Like there are certain things that no, I'm trusting the Lord. Mm -hmm. But trusting the Lord with all the heart, lean not to your own mm -hmm. understanding, yeah. your own limited understanding. Yep. You cannot understand the depth yeah. of your mind. Yeah. Yes, your mind. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have access to all the components of it. Yep. But if you were abused as a child 20 years ago, that abuse, you never dealt with it. Yeah. It's still affecting you. It's still affecting you to this day. Mm -hmm. But if you're not cognizant of the effects of it, you're mm -hmm. still operating in your own understanding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, when you hit them with that, take your kid to the doctor line, I was like, blow their mind no it did it did nothing no and, and she still couldn't relate she was only what? jesus was speaking not her i said okay but i i talked to god i want to have a conversation with you i know him i don't know you and i want to have a conversation hello and the thing i've met the girl before i'm not i wouldn't say i ever was cool with her but through my friend mm -hmm. because they were close friends at one point i had met her on a few occasions mm -hmm. attended church services and stuff with them so i'm like hey i somewhat know you right you're not just a whole complete stranger and I'm just like, I want to talk to you. As a person. <laughs> as a person. Can we just, I want to talk to you as a mother who has a sick child that needs help. And I guess my thing is, so like, with my job, um, God, okay. 
This is a loaded weapon. So I, you know, with my job, I work with the GBI. We get so many, we call them mental health consumers. Mm -hmm. We get so many of them who call day in and day out. And a lot of times it's just them needing resources on like what's available. And so thankfully we do have, um, I've shared things like that. I was able to gain about the resources that are available in Georgia, um, free resources that are available to people who are struggling with that. And that's actually one of the resources that I shared with my friend. I was like, this is a list of all the mental health resources that are available here in Georgia um, who can get you on a track to just getting some type of assistance because like, you know, we did have like a 30, 40 minute conversation after that status because she just basically let me know you're fighting a losing battle with my family. Like you're fighting a losing battle. And so, you know, I'm like at work, I deal with people who suffer from mental illnesses all day. And the thing is, it has been studied depression, all of that stuff, that is literally a chemical imbalance mm -hmm. in the brain. Mm -hmm. So reading words from the Bible mm -hmm. or throwing oil on me is not going to fix my chemical imbalance. Not. It literally has nothing to do with it. Now, granted, therapy by itself isn't just the cure, but it's the catalyst for the yes. kids getting there. The applicable yeah. help. Yeah, to get getting you help. And sometimes, and unfortunately the thing is, sometimes people just do need to go on medicine because again, it's not just a simple, oh, I'm sad today. It's hopelessness, mm -hmm. it's helplessness, mm -hmm. it's literally just mm -hmm. nothing. And I have a sister who struggles with mental health. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it, it's just not, you know, oh, she's just sad today, but she'll be okay. It's definitely not that. Like people literally have to go and get treated. Yeah for this stuff. Um, I took a crisis intervention training back in May and you know, this is something that I was familiar with, but like back before I believe it got regulated, people used to do um, ECT, which is electroconvulsive therapy, where people are people who are suffering from severe um, mental disorders, a lot of people who are schizophrenics, mm -hmm. they would go and do the ECT. Right. They're literally shocking your brain and that's usually, and that's not the first step. That's we not. tried everything mm -hmm. and this is still not working. And so they're literally shocking your brain to reset it because it's a chemical imbalance. And so with them shocking it, they're hoping, oh, the dopamine mm -hmm. balance, all the stuff that you need that's not working, it's hoping that it basically resets your brain. Mm -hmm. And it's not guaranteed. <laughs> so you just over there getting electrocuted. You getting electrocuted yes. for something that's not even guaranteed. That's not guaranteed. But see, people were so desperate yeah. to try to get this chemical yeah. imbalance resolved that they're just like, you know, if you shock the brain, you might shock, you might give enough of a buzz that right. okay, this is starting to flow again. Literally, the plug is being mm -hmm. put into the outlet. Because I can't even imagine waking up or. Every time I pass a mirror, mm -hmm. not knowing who's looking at me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that has got to be, like, tormenting. Yeah. Like, it is. and then when you talk about it in, like, the regular, you just crazy terms. Yeah. Why does that make me want to get help from this person that you're telling me can help me? Yeah. You're not exactly. exuding the mm -hmm. love mm -hmm. that you say God operates in when you label me Amazing. and it's crazy that like people get that far yeah 
Shock therapy? Yes. First off, this something here that's not they like outlawed. Yeah, I don't think that they do it much. I think that there are still literally very, very few places mm-hmm. like mental hospitals that do it, but mm-hmm. now it's regulated. So like back in the seventies, yeah. Listen, they crank that voltage all the way up. <laughs> like, oh, you got a headache? Let me shock you. Literally. So they they're not doing it now, but even the ones who I think do still do it, it's literally like in the most extreme cases. And we tried everything, everything. And still, there's no. And I'm wondering, like, if you sprinkle a little Jesus on it. And it's crazy because, like, we're having this conversation. It's like God plus therapy Mm -hmm. equals healing. Yeah. You can't have just therapy. Right. You can't have just God. Exactly. Exactly. You need them both. Yeah, you do. Because therapy alone you still gonna be yeah it's not the cure it, it's not it's, the cure yeah exactly. because generally from like the people who i've had discussions and conversations with about like mental illness illnesses and things of that nature like a lot of the times they feel like something is missing yeah they lack something there's there's a hole on the inside of them mm-hmm. that they try to fill with different drugs or substances or what have you yeah well god is the filler yeah he can literally fill you right with whatever you need mm-hmm. to be filled, but then you are still a creature with a thinking brain, yeah. a mind in which now you have to work your way through the muck. Yeah. You can't just work your way through the muck in and of yourself. Right. You need somebody with practical tools to say, hey, yeah. when you feel this way, try these things. Right. We're going to pray. We're going we gonna to talk to the Lord. Yeah, we're going to do that. But here's what we're also going to do. But here's what we're also going to do. Yeah. You know, like, when you go outside, you put on a shirt, pants, and shoes. Mm-hmm. You cover your body. Right. Well, if it starts to rain, your body is covered, but you ain't got no umbrella. Mm-hmm. So you're still getting wet. Yeah. But if you put an umbrella, the umbrella then shields you. It covers you. It provides more of a covering. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you can operate without the umbrella. Sure. You can operate without God. Sure. But having God in it yeah. adds a layer 100%. that you really need. It, yeah, 100% agree. And it's crazy to me that on both sides, we can't understand that. And I mean, right. like, now, I fully understand why people don't want to turn to God. Because yeah. those of us who love him have not always treated people in the best ways. <laughs> Listen, God, that poor God. Like, poor God. I, I feel bad, but like, poor God. Because, <laughs> like, how how must it be oh. to just sit and just have your people who are miscommunicating yes. essentially everything that is everything. about you? Like, oh God, they're really not doing a good job. Like, <laughs> I told you to love the people. Right, like, poor God. <laughs> You know what? I feel bad. Oh my god! Cause he really be looking down like so. Right. You, you took that scripture and just ran with it. Like, and you're turning more people away. I just how how does that feel as a person where like us mm-hmm. people are taking and distorting everything we're saying, and it's just like, oh my gosh, it's literally not what I said. Oh my god! Like, 
I mean, goodness. Oh my God. You are so right about that. <laughs> it's just looking like so. This is not actually what I intended. <laughs> this is not what I intended. Y'all are turning more people away than you're bringing them to us. It's not supposed oh, to be a cult. Like it's not supposed to be a cult. I just wonder what he's like. What he really sits and thinks. He sits high and he looks low and he's really looking like. Like how? <laughs> how are you supposed to be drawing all men unto me with the light that I gave? Ooh, you selfish, selfish. Yeah. I gave you this light and you just not turning you're running it on. them away. You're just running them away. Light has no fellowship with darkness. <laughs> because listen, listen. And, and the crazy part is y'all are the darkness. Y'all, my people, y'all are the darkness. Woo. That right there is heavy. heavy. Because you know we are quick to throw that phrase out there and then let it simmer. Yep. As in, like I'm the light. You the darkness, and we can't tell Meanwhile, clouds right here. <laughs> walking, and you're just over there. In the darkness. And you don't even know. And you don't know because right. you got this blinder on that says Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But He gave us mm -hmm. a multitude of resources and yeah. tools that you're doing a disservice when you don't use them. Very much so. Because again, back to what I was saying initially of God being infinite. Like, recently had my first dip in the ocean. Okay. I've never swam in the ocean before. Right. How about the ocean? Oh my God. <laughs> and it's crazy because the beach is my favorite place. But I always, I wonder, like, people, I'm going to sit in my chair and I'm going to watch the waves. Got you. So I got into the ocean and I was like, when we first walked in, the waves was like smacking me around. Oh, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute, I don't like this. Yeah, it's intense. But we got a little deeper and it, was more shallow where we were than where we started. Mm. And like, as I'm looking out, I'm like, wait a minute, I can't see the end in, in no direction. Cannot. But I'm literally like in the ocean, my feet are on like solid ground. Right. And I'm, okay. I'm having fun. Mm -hmm. I'm out here having the time of my life in what literally was the most terrifying thing that I've ever experienced yeah. initially. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if God is infinite, right. you can't see around him, you can't see over him, you can't yep. see under him, you can't see past him. Yeah. Why do we feel the need to put him? We are genializing God. Putting him in that itty bitty living yep. space. <laughs> yep, yep. Throwing it all back in his face. Uh-uh, God. Uh -uh. I'm waiting on you to do it. He'll be like, I want I gave it to you. I gave it to you. I, this is what I sent to help you, and you turned it away. How many times do we do that? How many times, How many times do we do that? What he sent for us, we're like, God, hello, hello. You hear me? I prayed, <laughs> and then get mad when he don't. God, so you just gonna sit here and watch me I, struggle? I've been, I've been praying all this time, and I just feel like you left me hanging. And mm. meanwhile, you done turned away the multiple, the multiple things that He has sent to help you. Because like when you really start like listening for and looking for God, you yeah. start to see like, oh snap, mm -hmm. you was there here, and then you was there here, right. and you told me the same thing the third time, and I still didn't listen. And then you you did it another way, and you brought right. that person to tell me, and I still didn't listen. And now here I am in the trench, angry, angry. Because you forsaken me. Because you forsook me. Yep. You selfish, entitled, spoiled child. <laughs> That's it. That's 
exactly. And it's crazy because it's like when you start thinking in that way, yeah. it totally changes the way you see life. Yeah. Cause it's like, dang, God, okay, all things work together for my good. He he didn't say all good things. That's it. Like, oh, he did not say all good things work together for your good. No. Yeah. The word says all things. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Like the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the busted, the kinda, disgusting, the kind of, ooh, I think I might know yeah, it all. All of it. And so when you operate in that, it's like, okay, God, though they slay me, yet will I trust you? Yeah. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Now, if you want to start regurgitating Bible verses, Listen. them the ones yeah. that you need to be soaking in. And then instead of soaking to regurgitate, you know how back in school we used to learn things just for the test. No, like hide it in your heart so that you won't sin against God with your own arrogance. And it's so just mind blowing to me being on this side of the whole situation because again i was that tunnel vision if it ain't jesus it ain't right yeah but then i realized i had to be really self-reflective and see how many people i was turning away from god like you come in with this judgy preachy i'm higher i'm better i'm holier than thou attitude but you can't relate god infinite ocean man living being mm -hmm. left heaven yeah. jesus yeah. he became relatable right. he could have very well stayed in heaven yeah and said oh okay i'm i'm god right like what bow down, bow down. <laughs> do what i say yeah. and that's it, and that's it. Yep. But, he but he literally thought enough loves us enough to say you know what i gotta do something my people are perishing in comes jesus oh wait my people don't like jesus you, you crucifying my son okay in comes the comforter holy spirit and so here we are now living post-resurrection with the Holy Spirit, direct connection to God. Yeah. And we still not happy? Listen, I just really be like, God, I'm sorry. Truthfully. I'm so sorry. Truthfully. Like, God, I'm sorry. Because like, we're quick to talk about, like, I teach fourth grade, so my kids, whenever we talk about war, most wars are started as a result of, like, difference of opinions. Literally. Like, quite literally. They literally fight. <laughs> they literally, like, slaughter people for difference of opinions. True. And so my little baby's like, Miss Watson, why didn't they just talk about it? You good know, question. good question, kid. That's and, a very good question. I wish I had an answer for you. And sometimes I feel the exact same way. Like, yeah. why can't we just talk about why it? Why can't we talk about it? Like, why do I have to be vilified as a Christian who believes in therapy? Yeah. Like, 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 why? I'm not saying that God is not infinite. I'm not saying that God can't heal me. Right. I am literally saying God has provided the resources for me yeah. to be my best self. He's literally looking at me at all sides. Yeah. He gave me Jim 
for my physical. Now, listen. I'm I don't always utilize it in the best way. Right, listen. Lexi Television. <laughs> I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but she posted a video like two weeks ago and got my whole life together. Really? Sis got on there and was basically talking about like, if you got the activities of all your limbs, you in your right mind, why are you not taking care of your physical body? I said, oh, true. It is God's temple, huh? It is true. And see, it's one of those things that, like, he gave us the resources. Mm -hmm. We aren't using them out of our own arrogance. I got this body. God gave me this body. He going to heal this body when it needs to be healed. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, but if you didn't do certain things, there wouldn't be certain diseases that you would need healing from. Mm -hmm. And so he gave us gems and trainers and all manner of things for our physical. He gave us scripture for our spiritual. Yeah, 100%. And like, as an immature believer, it was like, man, I ain't gonna sit there and read that Bible. You crazy. It's got mm -mm." But I was starting from Genesis and trying to read the whole Bible as just a book. As just a book. Just a book. And then when you hit Leviticus and, and Kings, and it's like, okay, I don't even know who these people are or what you're talking yeah. about. I am trying to start the Bible too every time. I'm like, all right, Genesis 1 1. <laughs> Here we go. Again. Again. And I remember feeling so bad. I felt like a failure as a Christian. Yeah. Because I remember thinking, like, man. All these preachers out here telling me I gotta read this book, and they keep telling me to start in Genesis, but I can't even get past it. I can't even get past it. But it was like going to uh, study to show yourself approved. Study to show yourself, Mm -hmm. like you yourself, open it. And when I opened it, Ecclesiastes is my favorite book to teach you. Like, listen, live your life. (laughs) Yeah. Eat, drink, and be merry. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians is mine. Yeah. Second Corinthians got me together in college when I was going through, and I tried it some on my heart. Second Corinthians. Yes. And it's crazy because, like, would you have thought as a child that you would have a favorite book in the Bible? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely, yeah, definitely wouldn't have. Definitely would not I have. have. But in having a relationship for myself. Like, not because my mama beat it into me yeah. and told me that I better go to church or I got to get out of her house. Yeah. Not because my father became a whole elder. Not because my grandma. Not because nobody else. <clears throat> because I remember being like the prodigal son out in the, the, the pig pit. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I <laughs> struggling and straining yeah. down here? And then you have to. And I ain't even got to be. And don't have to. Let me let me try let me try this guy. What you said now? Just just read the word and try you at your word, and then I can ask what I want in Jesus' name. Bet yeah. say less. And it's like, even now, I've been in this. I'm calling it the emergence. Okay. Where I started 2021, not feeling the best, not mm-hmm. being the best. Like, what is life? I don't care about it. Yeah. And it was like, okay, wait, I'm 20-something, going through and feeling like I did when I was 17. No, Lord, we passed that. Yeah. 
But he had to literally stop me in my track and say, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. You didn't get past it. You moved past it. And I was like, ooh. And so literally for like the past six months, I've had to like go back and undo or let God undo and unlearn so much to the point where it's like, and I realized I was so afraid of that process. I was like, well, who the heck am I going to be without my trauma? Who am I going to be without that pain? Like that pain has got me where I am right now. Okay, yeah, but you got to let that pain go to get to where I'm trying to get you to. You made it out of Egypt. Listen, you made it out of Egypt. You sure did, but your promised land is over there. And we can keep circling the promised land. Right. We can keep looking at it. What is that doing? Because if you're out here proclaiming that you are following God, Where's the fruits? No good thing will he withhold. Right. Quite literally, none. Yeah. And this, I know I keep saying it's crazy, but it's like, it's crazy. It's, crazy. it's yeah. bananas. This is the crazy. This <laughs> is the crazy. Not, is the not the people that need. Right, not the people. Not even his, not even his followers, his Christians. It's the situation. This is crazy. The situation, the circumstances are crazy. Because it's just like, okay, so now here we are having this conversation. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering when it goes live, how many people are just going to be like, you devil worshiping anti Christians? Marble thumpers. Okay. Like, I've literally made it a point to say on several accounts in this conversation, yeah. I love Jesus. I love God. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the Trinity. I love the Bible. I love it. I love it all. But there's more to it. And God also loves me enough that he also guided me other resources outside of the Trinity. That's all I'm saying. I love him, but he loves me too. Man, and when... He loves me so much more. Yeah. And I think that, ooh, hmm. when you really don't understand God's love for you, it's hard to accept his gifts. <laughs> Benediction. <laughs> Cut and print. I need an offering. <laughs> Man, when you don't understand his love for you, when you don't understand that yes. his precious yes, thoughts outnumber the grains of sand, Ooh, wow. You can't even fathom wow. yeah. his gifts. Moral of the story is if you don't believe in therapy, <laughs> learn that God's love for you is so infinite that you cannot put him in a little box. Yeah. Take the limits off God. That should be a closing point, okay? Yes! Let me do it! That, that's Let a good closing point. Listen. <laughs> to have this conversation. It may have been difficult for some to listen to and it may even be difficult for some to understand. 
But Lord, I am believing that through conversation, through healthy dialogue, we can reach an understanding, oh God. Through the discussion of exactly what is mental health, we will be able to uncover that not only is it something that we can struggle with as Christians, but we do struggle with it as Christians. It does not mean that we are less Christ-filled. It does not mean that you do not love us. If we have the need of seeking professional help for our mental health, it simply means that we understand that we are more than spiritual beings. We understand that we are spiritual beings in a fleshly casing, God, and that there is an ego within us that causes us to have certain thoughts and to feel certain ways that may not be of you. And in that understanding, God, we must, we must, we must seek you first in all things, God. And in seeking you first, God, we believe and understand that you have sent resources by way of professional help for many things, including mental health awareness and mental health getting to where it needs to be, God. We are your people and you have called us for a great work. And in that, we trust and believe that if you brought us to it, you will bring us through. We thank you, Lord. And we love you, God. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray and believe. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Sanctified Sip. Remember that you have purpose. Remember that you absolutely matter. And remember that the choice to sip always is yours. Continue to seek inner peace and power. I love you and I mean it. Thank you.